And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a director and creator of the podcast Bad Reception. It's Eric Martin. And she's a comedian who may be all grown up, but she would drop everything to play Annie in a heartbeat. Don't let her tell you anything different. It's Renee Colbert. Chef Jeff is here to show us how to make homemade Hidden Bite Henry's. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello your best friend, Al Rosen. Hello, my little guava empanadas. Welcome to another Thursday show. That delicious sounding carbohydrate Mm. was sent in by Carlos Alfaro on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. I thought, surely I've used a Carlos Alfaro before. Mm. I'm going to check the spreadsheet. What you guys don't know, actually everyone here knows except Eric. Last (laughs) week I was so lazy I could not be bothered to (laughs) click open the spreadsheet. I have someone sends me a spreadsheet. It's my carbs are. She's great. She sends a, sends a spreadsheet of all the carbs and who se- and who could submitted them so I don't repeat. Uh, anyway, no repeats so far. Thank you for that submission. If you would like to be part of, if you would like to be part of this fun part or of the part pun? of this pun, <laughs> join in the fun. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I'll tell you more about it later. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, Renee. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Hello and welcome, Eric Martin. I will expect... You saved my butt, and I will explain <laughs> in a moment. Hello, welcome. Hello, great to be here. Thanks. Daniel, hi. Hi. <laughs> Sometimes when Daniel's doing his intro, I want to turn him down a little bit in my headphones, and then I realize he's just, it's just the sound in the room. And I don't mean that as the insult. It <laughs> Is that a general thought, too, in life? <laughs> no. Okay. I feel like lately I've been told a lot that I'm, I'm too loud. Um, and I don't know what to <laughs> I, do with that. I was that. literally Wait. potting down your mic when you said that. <laughs> what to do with that information. Daniel, who's telling you you're too loud? Well, well his well. wife, for one. <laughs> because he came home after he went out with his friend, okay. had a glass of wine, came home, was talking to me, and Elliot was asleep. Sure. So I, I kept going, shh, shh, shh. <laughs> if, if you guys can't hear I really thought I was going, being shh. quiet. And then, right. he, then Elliot did wake up. Oh, no. I thought I was being quiet. I was being loud. But pass, also, pass, pass, pass it. Get the fuck town, out of here. But State then, park, next ride, <laughs> next ride. When it was weird, when Elliot woke up, on the one hand, I felt a little bit vindicated mm-hmm. for like, oh, I'm not just a super fucking annoying harpy going, <laughs> shh, 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 for like fair, the last six years. Fair, I'm that also. That's not the only time you do that. No, I, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like, it finally paid off, all the shushing. Yeah. But then um, I felt bad. Not really for Elliot because he went back to sleep quickly because you looked like you felt I could tell that you felt so guilty. Nails. It wasn't worth it (laughs) for me, for for my own. I could tell you were upset, though, but I was I felt bad that I woke him up, too. You you could tell that I was upset. No, I wasn't upset that you had woke. I was upset at the whole situation (laughs) because it was just it it was too it was too much happening emotionally at at once. Was the topic that you were talking about really exciting? Yeah, it's kind of exciting. It's podcasts, actually. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Who can keep quiet when that's Who the topic? Who doesn't love talking <laughs> podcasts? Um, you have a voice that carries, and that's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I was at the Burbank uh, building 
office is I don't know what what's the name of that place? The permit office? I guess. It's where you get permits and it's a big open The room. city of Burbank. City of Burbank. And I went in there and I was with uh, a friend of ours. You can, can say. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was Ray. with Ray Oldhofer. And um, so we met out in the parking lot and we're walking in and I'm talking and he's like, um, and this is the second time he'd done this. He's like, yeah! He's like, <laughs> he's like, indoor voice, indoor voice. And I thought I was being quiet and he's like, no, everybody can hear you. Every, like, I guess my voice was just traveling to all over the place. And this is Ray who is not exactly he's a loud. shrinking yeah! flower. Yeah. You know, yeah, he was telling me to quiet the fuck down. In, in a yeah. room full of general contractors and like, eh, but it's a bit It's much. a fairly sedate room, I will say, although I guess the one in LA is much more boisterous where you have like contractors yelling at building inspector people and stuff like that. It wasn't. Yeah, really. it almost feels like a public library in there. A little bit, yeah. It is so echoey. But I yeah, kind of have an instinct when I'm in a place like that to be like, I want to fill this place with noise. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. It's like... Uh, <laughs> I think we need to get you to more canyons. Utilize this echo. I love canyons for that reason. <laughs> I bet. Um, <laughs> no, I think when I was younger, I was taught to project my voice and I never stopped. <laughs> is this is this because of choir? Yeah. Chorus? Yeah. I was treated this morning to a medley of songs. Or was it just one? I was very tired, but Oklahoma's been stuck in my head all day. Did you sing Oklahoma? No, I did not, actually. I mentioned it. Okay. <laughs> well, you would put on you would put on Sound of Music uh, for Elliot last week. Yes. And so Rogers and Hammerstein were in my head, and I was thinking about. I, oh, I had a dream. This is real interesting. You want to hear about my dream, everybody? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I've never seen Carousel by Rogers and Hammerstein, and I dreamt that we were there and we were watching it, but we were like on stage watching it, and uh, Josh Henry, who's playing the lead on Broadway. Uh, was there and then so I was watching him perform and then suddenly re- I realized that it was all about robots and I, I was like that is so crazy that this play is about robots because it's like really old and uh, yeah so anyway and so I woke up thinking about Rogers that's but then that why is were exactly you singing the kind of dork I am there is nothing like a dame <laughs> because that's from South Pacific uh, which is also Rogers Daniel I I think I knew that you knew your musicals that well. I, I, I didn't know. know. Old Town State Park <laughs> next, right? Next. Well, I was thinking. Old oh my town, god! Is this interesting Park, to anybody? Next, right? I, uh, next, right? I was thinking about how innocent Rodgers and Hammerstein was compared to later musicals, and how it. Oh boy! <laughs> this is what Allison gets treated to first thing in the morning, uh, which is why she has such a miserable morning. Um, <laughs> And how it all kind of shifted around the time of... You wake of, her up with musical trivia. Of uh, Sondheim and how things got more com- complex. He wakes me up with like whatever he's just been... No, you also woke me up with that horrible nun story about all oh, the and abuse then the first and the thing Catholic was, I was reading church. that Yeah, because he fills his head BuzzFeed. with Twitter and, and news sure. and then it gets filled with my head into my... It gets funneled <laughs> you're into like, my head. You're like, what, are they, what is that thing in ancient times when they would put all the sins into, a, into an animal and then they would... A scapegoat? Yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, scapegoat. Yeah, you're my scapegoat. Like, I have all these, like, ah, ah, and I, like, bleh, I burden you with them, and then it's like, no, I'll have to work. <laughs> um, but I remember you said, can you name one song from South Pacific? And I said, yes, I can. And then you said that you knew. And I said, South, I said, uh, Some Enchanted yeah. Evening. Good. And then you said, but you, the, you know, another one. And then you began singing it. And then I said, do you, did you guys sing But you didn't even choir? know that song. Yeah, Nothing I do like know it. Oh, I thought you said you didn't know it. <laughs> no, I, I said I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
But then one more thing from this morning, and then yeah. we're saying hi to Jeff and getting this show back on track. Yeah. And then Wendy was sitting on your pillow, and you looked at her, and you said, I see you, Wendy, shaking that ass. Well, <laughs> and I we said thought I that was you. very funny. I said, I see you, Wendy, and then, of course. <laughs> of course, yeah. Um, you know, I yeah. didn't set out to say it. Though. You can't not finish that. Yeah. Hello, Jeff. Well, Allison, you seem like you're in a good mood. Now I'm in a vanilla sandalwood kind of mood. Ooh, I can see it all over your face. <laughs> so it just happens sometimes. Okay, so... Eric saved my butt because he was able to swoop in and fill that chair with like 70 minutes notice because it was supposed to be David Huntsberger. I thought it was going to be David Huntsberger. He had sent me his availability like three weeks ago when he said, I'm available this date. And I'm like, okay, great. And this date. He didn't say the da da da, (laughs) but I added it. (laughs) And so then I booked around that. And then tonight at 5.30 or so, uh, no, it was actually it was actually later because it was like probably 11 minutes before I emailed <laughs> Eric. Um, I wrote to him the subject line being, see you tonight? Or you're like, you're on tonight. And I wrote, I wrote, I wrote, right? Or else I better find another guest fast. And then he wrote back like, oh, no, I didn't hear back from you. So I agreed to do a comedy show. Um, and I didn't know till today it was on Monday, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have written back. Da, da, da. So anyway, I, this is, I, I have this problem, which I think this has finally broken me of it, but of not closing the email loop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is not the first time this has burned me. The other time that comes to mind was when we were doing the show, all the chairs were filled. And then Jensen Carp arrived oh, yeah. to do the show. <laughs> Remember that? About that. It, was, it was like a sitcom, only there were no cameras rolling. And it, uh, if it, it would have been like a sitcom if somehow I had... Ca- I think Greg was able to come that night. So it would have been like a sitcom if like I had kept it from both of them that there was someone else on the show yeah. and they just kept like, having, oh, hey, Greg, <laughs> could you get something from the other room? And But <laughs> anyway, fun. and that, I think, was the opposite problem where... I had asked Jensen his availability. I was like, Are, would you be available on this day or this day? And he, I think he wrote back and he's like, I'm available on both actually. And then I never responded. And then he just showed up. So clearly I have a problem with closing the loop. In your defense. Yes, I'm if all If you ears. say I'm available for both, you wait to hear which one you got. Right. Yeah. So I think, I think you have a little bit of a leg to stand on on that one. So what happened? Did they share a mic? Or no, he was, he was just like. Jensen left. Yeah, he left Despondent. really in yeah. tears. No, he was actually really cool. Though. He's like, oh, okay, I'll see you next week. I think yeah, he, he was, was cool kind of, okay. he was like, oh, there's something else I, I think he was to relieved. do tonight. Yeah. There was something else sure. he wanted to do. So. Yeah. Um, but I felt like a real jerk. Well. But still, <laughs> but still, the moral of the story is I need to not think that things are like, well, what's weird is tonight without, I didn't respond to David, but assumed it was a done deal. But then with Jensen, I didn't respond and assumed it wasn't a done deal. So I'm all over the place I on think this you, one. This, this is a general problem you have that I share, which is um, just slow to respond. Mm-hmm. You know, um, which I suffer from this where there, no, there's no reason. You know, people that I, I really like and want to talk to, and yet I'll take a while to get back to them. And I don't know what that is exactly. I think it's, yes, it's that, but... Also, a little bit, it's like, okay, great. I got the information I need. Moving on. Yeah. Without letting, you know, without confirming. Without confirming. 
Do you guys hmm. ever apply a cool factor? Uh, well, I don't want to act like I'm on my computer right yes. now. So yes. I've got to oh. give it a second. Before and then I sometimes sing. you could just forget. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I will say, I uh, when I was personal training at Disney, my top, 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 top execs would get back to me immediately. And I was like, how do you have time to do that? And I asked one of them, she's like, there's no other way. Just as soon as you get an email, you respond. You yeah, respond, that's you respond. smart. They're right. Yeah. If you're getting the sheer volume, if yeah. you don't get. Yeah, it, the, yeah. because what will happen is you'll read it, and then if you don't do it then, you'll never do it. Exactly. So, She's yeah. like, then it's 200 down, and I'll never find it. Yeah. But it's apparently, crazy. we are as important as Disney exactly. So it's funny. <laughs> so what it is, is the longer someone waits applying that cool factor, right. the less cool they actually are, because the less busy they actually are. Right. Yeah, it's a law of diminishing cool returns. Right. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> I just sometimes feel like it's weird if someone writes to you at like, 10 o'clock on a Friday to say, yes, they can do your podcast to write back a second later. Like yeah. I saw the email come in, <laughs> but maybe it's not, but um, I think it is because then it goes from like, Oh, I, what I, for the other person, I thought this was an email exchange, but now it's more like I am right. It, it pushes this is happening in real time. You know what? It, it, you're right. Because if, if someone emails you and you email right away, then the expectation is they email right away. Right. So like you're then in why the don't loop, you just right? make right. out? Like you're texting. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I respond to something at 10 or 1 p.m., I'm always like, yes, absolutely. By the way, I'm having a really great time right now. Perfect. Yes. Yes. I'm not home. <laughs> like At my computer. When you, res- I, when you respond to someone at 10 or 1 on a Friday, don't you always assume that you're not getting them, though? Like you assume they're out. Absolutely. It's sort of like the email equivalent of leaving a voicemail. Yeah. Well, you know that thing at the bottom that says sent from my iPhone? Yes. Is there a way to be like, sent from a very cool person? Don't worry about <laughs> it. Sent from, sent from a bar, <laughs> yeah. but I'm out living my life. <laughs> right. Point is, I, especially the Jensen Carp, I don't think that was your fault. Thank you. Um, yeah, I agree. And then it maybe David's the best guy in the world, so I don't want to put it on him, but he could have swung back around and be like, hey, well, back around on he, this. So then I'm like, this is on me, blah, blah, blah. And it, What's funny is I was writing quickly and like 95% of the words in my very short email were curse words. It was like, <laughs> I'm the one who fucks shit up. <laughs> it's it was like, I noticed the first time I ever had general anesthesia as I was coming out of it. Mm-hmm. I was so profane. I was like, not, fuck. <laughs> but like every fuck. third word was fuck or shit. It yeah. was very weird. I was, I just, I was like, wow, when I'm, in my more primitive state, I curse like a sailor. Not that I normally have a clean mouth at all. Right. But these, this email was kind of like that. And then he's like, no, I was meaning to check in and I should have blah, blah, blah. So, but, good people. but we have Eric here. Yes. I don't, yes, I don't mean and to. He's great. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all you, all you know. I just want to talk about how David's not here for another 55 minutes. <laughs> oh, I would, Eric, do you have a reputation of swooping in and saving the day? That's my experience of you. Is that kind of what you do? <laughs> I mean, when I can. I help where I can. That's, that's all I can do. That's all anyone can do, really. Well, I was in a bit of a panic before, so I was so relieved when you said that you could... I was in over. Van Nuys, Why? and I was not panicked. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing in having Van Nuys? the time of my life. I was at an all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue joint. <gasps> yeah. So I was having a little barbecue, playing a little pin... Because the guy is also like a big pinball fan, so he had all these pinballs. So I was playing the new Deadpool mm. pinball Wait table. a minute. There is an all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue and pinball place in Van Nuys? Yeah, exactly. Hello. There's no other reason I'd go. Yeah, yeah. seriously. <laughs> um, you got to tell me what place that is. What is the difference... So just recently... 
let me back up one second. I'm pregnant. So <laughs> I, when it comes to my appetite, I'm like the most impressionable person ever. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned that someone's eating nutter butters in glow. So I went out and got nutter butters, even though like I'm not, I don't particularly like peanut butter or nutter butters, but they were good. But anything I think of or see, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I want that. So the other day I got this craving for mag, for, oh my God. Mm-hmm. What's the word? Mm. What Macadamia nut? Barbecue. Mongolian barbecue. There we go. (laughs) My brain wanted to say Magnolian barbecue because it's close because that's a street. Magnolia. Um, Mongolian barbecue. We have not made that happen. But what's the difference between Korean barbecue and Mongolian barbecue? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah. Uh, Or how does Korean barbecue work is the better question. Oh, they just... um they just pile a whole bunch of meat on there and <laughs> is it at your table every time yeah. i've every time i've had korean barbecue you have a grill at the table they bring you the raw meat and sides and then you just grill it yourself mm, that's and, very different than yeah but the flavor is different too yeah. the korean barbecue has a marinade that's amazing yeah, it's fucking amazing korean barbecue uh and pinball yeah i do- don't recall magnolian barbecue other than i know that um, Did you say that on purpose? <laughs> Magnolian? Yeah. Is that where That's, they grill uh, frogs at your table? No, no, it's what we have where I work, Magnolian. <laughs> oh, yeah. I work at Magnolian. Um, Mongolian barbecue. They don't they have that they have like a big uh like conical looking uh, I don't think it's conical. Well, the it's one that like I've a, seen is just a big round. It's round, but it was like grill slanted thing. down. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is it like a for smoke or what is it? Well, no, no they it looks throw like a big it, mushroom. You, they throw it on there and they fry it up. Have oh, you had it, yeah. Jeff? It's like a huge wok, right? Yeah. It's yes. like a giant wok. It's been yeah. years, so I'm a little rusty on the Mongolian. They, they give you, a, well, I've only had it at one place, but and it was years ago, but they give you a bowl of like frozen, frozen meat. Whatever kind you can choose, what kind of meat you want, and then you go and it's almost like a salad bar of different vegetables that you put on, and then different there's different sauce options, and then they grill it up and give it to you. I wonder how authentic that is, though, because every time I've ever seen anything on Mongolia, it's like food that's boiled in lamb's blood in a platter, <laughs> and it's just the most <laughs> disgusting shit you've ever. Seen. You know what I mean? I suspect just, this is a bastardized version, right? Because they just live on the plains and they just boil things in their own fecal matter or something <laughs> and there are no pinball machines no <laughs> not one no nah. huh. weird right. weird <laughs> but, how uh, is the new pinball game uh it's pretty good yeah it's uh you play deadpool and then you can fight wolverine or no you can fight uh saber and you know it's a good time is it just the one that's there, or they have a? They metro? have a whole bunch of them. Like for some reason, the guy is just a pinball uh, lover, and he had a, a bunch of. Them. So I was I was working in Woodland Hills today. I knew I had to get back to Silver Lake, so perfect stop on route. Grab some dinner, play a little pinball. What were you doing in Woodland Hills? I'm recording a new book this week. Exciting! At, at Penguin Random House, and it's uh, it's all about not the founding fathers. But the generation after the founding fathers, Henry Clay, Daniel Webster, John C. Calhoun. So I'm orating all week. I'm just like, um, like speechifying. It's uh, it's very strange. Do you get catty about other like audiobook uh, voiceover people? Oh, that's a good question. Like that movie mm. in a world. Is there a lot? <laughs> because of I I just got an audiobook that I just started, and the um, woman who's narrating it for, and I'm still not sure that this isn't the case. It's, she sounds like. A um, 
a text to voice record. Like it sounds like it's distracting. Like a robot like Yeah, it sounds herself. like they just put the text into a machine, but but that's not what they're doing. It's her name. Wow. She just has decided on a vocal style that is like speak and spell or something. <laughs> and it is so distracting because it's like it, you, that's not what you want to you want to hear someone who has like No, exactly. Like if you want that you just get a, a a goddamn robot. God damn it. <laughs> I'd put it through Siri if that's what I want. What book are you listening to? <laughs> Uh, it's a book called, it's great. It's called Democracy in Chains. And it's all about how, uh, do you care? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping it was something funny, but it's not. (laughs) Highly recommend this book to anybody who wants to understand what, where the Republican Party is today and why and what the philosophical thinking behind it was. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a hoot. No, it's great. (laughs) Laugh out loud. It's terrifying. (laughs) It's, yeah, but we're not that kind of podcast. We're this kind of podcast. Sorry. Well, speaking of books, I am reading a book called No One Tells You This by Glynis McNichol. And she's a journalist. She's Canadian, but she lives in New York. She's been a journalist for years, and I've been aware of her for a long time. But this is her memoir. And it's about turning 40 and realizing that she doesn't want to get married and she doesn't want to have kids. And like, there are no stories of women who do this who, like, if, who choose that life? Yeah, who choose that life? It's always like, oh, it'll Just happen for you. Can I tell like, everybody what you said la- to me last night? <laughs> I was going to tell them, but you can tell. Oh, them. yeah. So she's describing what the book is ba- about, and, and then she goes, "You know, um, I relate really strongly to this." <laughs> <laughs> really, honey? <laughs> I really do, though. <laughs> sure, no, I've been I reading that. a fair amount of memoirs lately. And You're this pregnant is with the your one. second child. <laughs> So, so I told my. Uh, it's a little late for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird to me how much I am relating to this, though. All I know is I'm planning what me and the boys are gonna, <laughs> how we're gonna get by. <laughs> <laughs> I think because for so long my identity was as a career woman, and and for a long time as someone who was single. Like I didn't get married young. I didn't have kids young. So even though I did get married, and even though I have a child, and I'm having another one, and like I'm very, I'm so overjoyed that that is what I'm doing now with my life. I still relate very strongly to to the alternative, right? Um, and also, I think that I had this idea that like you aren't. And this was just one of those things that was passed down from my parents that I never questioned and I wasn't even aware that I I carried it with me. This idea that like you aren't fully alive until you've had a kid. Like hmm. your life doesn't fully have I mean it's sweet that my parents said that and yeah. that, that was their experience, you know, or like your life doesn't fully have meaning until you have a kid. And I have not found that to be the case although I could not love Elliot more and I love being a mom. I love it so much that I'm doing it again, you yes. know, but at the same time, it's not like it completed me. It didn't in a, define you. It didn't, def- it doesn't define me. Well, I think I'm still in the transition to like assimilating this new part of my identity. It's just, mm-hmm. I spent many years not being this person. So mm-hmm. I'm just getting, I'm adjusting to it, but it's not like I did. It's not like I was incomplete before and now I'm complete. Yeah. It's just like it's now like, I'm doing something different. It's like you were in a car on a freeway <laughs> headed towards like this fun, exciting, you know, ultimately single person's life. Right. And I carjacked <laughs> you and took you into the suburbs <laughs> and forced you to park and get in the house. 
with a chi- with a kid. That's not really true that's- though, because the thing is, I always knew I wanted to ha- get married and have kids. Like right. that's another thing that I just from the from the time I was, I, as long as I can remember, that has always been what I wanted to do at some point in my life. Yeah. Um, I, it's like I never even thought the other one was an option, really. Um, which is a shame. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's still, it's still an option. Honey. I'm kidding. No, you seem super happy. I have a theory, and it may be completely wrong, but I feel like artists have super, super highs and super, super lows. I think so. More than the average bear. So when the average bear has a kid, they're just like, oh man, this is super, super high. And you're like, yeah, I felt that on stage. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. But I think, I, I wonder if maybe like uh, you already experienced a lot of highs. <sighs> That, it like makes me feel guilty to admit that, but yes, I think so. Like I have, I have felt, at different times in my life, I felt like, oh my god, I'm like vibrating at the highest level that I can, and right. I'm like doing what I'm meant to be doing, and I'm yes, I have felt that level of intensity. But also, the love I feel for Elliot isn't, and I think it's different for Daniel. It's not. <laughs> I'm not really. That in. He's he's fine. <laughs> no, that's not right. It's not. Oh god, I hope this doesn't sound bad. Like it's not different than anything else I have felt before. It might be stronger, but it's not like a different shade or a different color or like, oh my God, I couldn't imagine this before. It just, it's just a, a stronger feeling that I have had before, whereas I feel like it's, it's different than anything you felt before, right, Daniel? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like love. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, sure. It's like you think you've felt love, and then you have a kid, and you're like, oh, that's what love is. What was this other thing? And so that's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> so what was that thing? I confused. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I you're think basically it's- Lou Graham with a choir behind you mm-hmm. saying you want to know what love is, and then you found out. <laughs> I, I feel that song now. I get it. Um, yeah, it does feel like a different emotion. I think for me, love. Uh, for him carries with it a, a kind of desperate need to take care of him, which I don't feel. I don't feel that for you. I love you, but I don't feel like there's not a vulnerability there, like this need that that uh, this responsibility for you. Th- th- so that's part of it. Thank I you. Think. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that without you two, he'll die, and you don't right. have that with a partner. Yeah, you R- can walk away; they'll be hurting, but they won't die. Right? Yeah, like I, I yeah, I, it, I, it's hard to describe. So I'm no, that's good though. That's good that you don't feel that way toward me. Yeah, I think that would be dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean I don't want to, you know, be there and be a good partner and provide and all that. It's just that. I feel like you're independent and you don't need, you know, but it's like for him, I just have this intense feeling of like, oh, if anything happened to him, it would be, you know, like the yeah. idea, like the idea of someone yelling at you would be funny. <laughs> the idea of someone yelling at him would be, would make me crazy. You know of what course. I mean? That's the yeah. difference. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And now I have to share something from therapy because it's been a little while since I've talked about therapy. Um, my therapist, I don't know. It will be. It'll be kind of clear what I was talking about when I share with you her her pearl of wisdom. <laughs> She's like, "Okay, I'm going to say something, Allison, and I want you to really take this. Like, really let this in. Really take this in. Haters gonna hate." No, she didn't say that. <laughs> yes, she did. 
Hater's gonna hate. She set it up that way? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you laugh? Oh, I like her. Did she follow cool. up by telling you to shake it off? <laughs> Did she then make the mind-blown expression oh. with her hands? No. I hate but that one. She, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But was she being funny a little bit? No. No, come on. No, I swear to God, she was being serious. She wanted me to really internalize Hater's gonna hate. And like, I was uh, trying to hide my disappointment that like, that's what you, that's what this windup was leading to. Wow. Well, did you ruminate on it? I mean, I, I am honestly trying to take it in. Like okay. when I encounter things online, like, oh, haters going to hate. Like, I guess there is some sense behind it. But still, like, that was an expensive pearl of yes, exactly. <laughs> Just turn on the radio for that one. I had a, ther- a terrible, terrible therapist once tell me, just do it. No. And I, and I paused and I said, sarcastically, you mean like the Nike ad? <laughs> and she went, exactly. Oh and she was totally serious. Like that was a selling point was that it was just like the Nike ad. Right. It's not just me. Yeah. And uh, I said, just, I said, oh, oh, so I should do it. I, I, I've been not doing it. I just, that, that, that option had never occurred to me. Thank you. So, so when she said that, I mean, was she, what point was she trying to make? Obviously, haters going to hate it. But like. Was she trying and by the to way, say, is it haters gonna hate or haters gun hate? Gonna. It is gonna, okay. I feel like I've seen it. Well, who knows? It's, but yeah. that's really besides Let's the call point, Taylor. isn't it? Um, <laughs> is it, was she just saying like people who say negative things are gonna do that and ignore them? Like what, what, like. I think she was saying that if you're in the public eye, there are people who are going to say negative things all the time and they will find something negative to say about every single so person. So stop worrying that, about it. Yeah, yeah, like, yes, pretty much. Well, I don't know if it's stop worrying about it, but... Well, I mean, I think ideally stop worrying about it. Just accept it as a, as a permanent a, state of affairs. There's going to be a percentage of the audience that fucking hates you. <laughs> and they're going to let you know it, and so just accept it and move on. Yeah, I think there's just nothing you can do to change you it. You can't, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, like, it's, it's as uh, constant as the weather or something is, is sort of how I interpret that. Give me what I'm interpreting like well, no, I think the that most the basic is, of things. If there are people it's, out there who are haters, you're not going to change their minds, so let it be. That's a good one, honey. Let, <laughs> let it be. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, you didn't laugh at all? You just no, carried on? I Oof, just, you're good. Yeah. Because it, it was the disappointment was the main thing I was feeling. Because you wanted something new and like that little pearl of insight. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, this is like targeted to you and it's deep and profound, but it was, it was not. <laughs> maybe it was. I mean, maybe it was. I mean, did it stimulate an hour's worth of fertile discussion afterwards? Mm-hmm. No, because I think feel like it was it like put a pin in it. Like haters gonna hate. What else is on your list? Oh. <laughs> no, we talked about it All a right. little more, but I just you know I need less slang in my therapist's office. Yeah, that's right. well. I was curious because I have been to therapy that uses the Gestalt method, so they'll yeah. use whatever language you use back at you. Oh, but it just sounds so weird because my gourd was bummer. Uh huh. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she's like so pretty bummed out about that but it was just so hard for her to try to use my word did you use the word hater that maybe she no okay so is your therapist jada smith (laughs) (laughs) wait what's the gestalt method 
I've heard of that, but I, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's a, uh, and forgive me if I'm getting it wrong, but I think the gist is the therapist tells you nothing. They just repeat back what oh. you said to you so That's that you figure it out. They repeat back what they said to you? you oh, <laughs> yes. oh my God, I'm healed. <laughs> does it work? Weirdly, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think the theory is that the therapist isn't going to be with you forever and ever. So it installs the, oh, I have the capability to rationalize and mm. fix this I, on my own. I went to a therapist when I was like 20, in my 20s, and she was uh, like really cheap. It was, I, it was at the like Catholic Social Services. So she, she didn't even have her master's degree or something. And it was basically that, but not because that's what the, not the philosophy. It was just she, wasn't good right? <laughs> and so i was doing all the work but there was value in sitting in a room and being forced to like be introspective and then you kind of do take on that role of questioning your your own shit in the room right because she would she would have these things i would just completely ignore because it was like that's stupid anyway uh you know i was reading about this and, you know, and so um yeah, I think there's value. It does have the vibe of just like, I'm bad at a dinner party. Yeah, 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 what you said. Like, well, contribute <laughs> something. <laughs> what are we doing? Um, so I told Jeff that I had something to share that I think makes me sound crazy. And I gave him carte blanche to introduce it however he wants. But the thing I'm about to say is not even a thing, but I think it also fits it, under the umbrella of me sounding crazy. I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> See Daniel, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, probably, but th- well, then again, though, mm, it uh, depends. Maybe I, oh, hell no. <laughs> the short answer is no, except when it's convenient. <laughs> I do, here, here's where it's gonna get uh, a little murky. I love it, I love it, I love it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. I love it, I love it, I love it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Did I really say I hate it three times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't even know what I was talking about. I like and I said, I love it three times. I love it. I love it. I love it. That sounds, sounds like me. Anyway, uh, you guys, I think my feet are shrinking. <laughs> Isn't that a weird thing? Yeah. yeah either, my, right. <laughs> either my feet are shrinking or shoe sizes are doing what clothing sizes have done. Mm. Because, cause, and, and I do not have little lady feet. I have or had size nine for a long time. And then I was like, who am I fooling trying to squish into nines? I have a like nine and a half or 10. I'm just going to buy because for a long time I would try like the nine and the nine and a half. And even though the nine was uncomfortable, I would still buy it because I thought it made my feet look more svelte or something. (laughs) Um, And then I'm like, the tens are just more comfortable. But the last few pairs of shoes I bought, I either bought a nine and a half or 10. They bought them online and then they arrive and they're too big. What's going on? Shoe sizing is all over the place. Okay, maybe it's that. I agree. If, if I'll go to if I'll go somewhere that has a lot of shoes, like Nordstrom Rack, I Only will fit the best for Jeff. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll fit in anything from a nine up to like a ten and a half, depending on the brand. It's just it's all over the place. Yeah. Do your current shoes fit differently? No. Okay. Oh, that's a good test. So you might you might yeah. be okay. I think it's them. Think Let's my, blame them. I think it's them. Okay. I think it's them. All right. Well, should we sue? What do we do? I think we just exchange. But I'm glad to know we have a legal option in our back pocket. <laughs> but anyway, that has to do with uh, Rothy's, which I want to tell you guys about. Why does style have to mean zero comfort? How sick are you of blisters and sore knees and feet from wearing heels all day and night? Are you ready to try the most comfortable flat you've ever worn that you can wear all day, every day? 
You're never going to want to take them off. I don't know if you guys have heard about this company that makes flats from recycled plastic water bottles, and they're super comfortable and stylish. Uh, So I want to show you guys my Rothy's. They're size 10, and they're too big. So I'm going to have to get a smaller size. However, when I say they're made from recycled water bottles, you're probably imagining imagining something... that either looks like a water bottle like a or clock. is like a jelly. Or yeah. Remember jellies from... That's for mm. old people. Those <laughs> were plastic shoes from a long time ago. They were like before Crocs. But no. Look, Whoa. they feel just like... like um, oh my God. Some kind of fabric. Like smooth, those are nice. cool fabric. Yeah, those are real sharp. These are the... Uh, these are the flats, but they come in the flat, the point, and the loafer. And you will be torn over which one to buy. It's like the strap of a backpack, like yeah. the, the pulley straps, but real soft. Right, but softer than that. Yeah. Mm. Oh. If ooh. someone if someone told me that was made out of a recycled water bottle, yeah, I've I seen, would I would think really because it f- doesn't feel like that. Uh, mm-hmm. It really feels like fabric. Yes, that's my point. <laughs> um, so anyway, they come in all sorts of different cool colors, and like I said, there's the flat, the point, and the loafer, and you're gonna you're gonna want all of them. Um, the color and pattern selection is amazing, and they, they're always updating their lineup. They launch new colors every few weeks and sell out constantly. Uh, you have to check out these shoes, and then you're going to want to tell every woman you know. I love my Rothy's, and I know you will too. Right now, Rothy's has an amazing deal for my listeners. Use the code Allison to get free shipping, no minimum. Free shipping and free returns exchanges on your Rothy's shoe. And trust me, you won't want to return them. Go to rothys.com, that's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com, and enter Allison to get your cute shoes and free shipping. No-brainer, shoes that are comfortable, stylish, and sustainable, and free shipping. Go get yourself a pair today. Rothy's, R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com, promo code Allison. Get this deal while it lasts. Now, I know that you might be thinking, oh, do they run a little big? I don't know that they do. I think that my sizing might be off. Like I said, it's my feet might be shrinking. We don't sure. know. It's possible. It's I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But they and, do free exchanges, so no big swig. That's right. It's no problem at all. All right. Did you say no big swig? I did. I like that. I've never <laughs> heard that before. Where did I learn that? Oh, yeah. I think I maybe stole it from Janine Garofalo. She says it a lot in her special. Oh. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of fun, right? Yeah. It's good. Um, all right. Let's see here. There's plenty of things to get to, uh, including an iTunes comment of the week. Oh, boy. We haven't done this in a while. This one straddles... Ooh. The, you, oh wait, let's hear the. We gotta hear the jingle first. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. It's positive and negative. Oh, Daniel, would you like to read it? <clears throat> this makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> How many stars? I can't read. It's how many five. Stars. Oh, five I know. stars. Fantastic. By the Great Snook. <laughs> I have listened to every episode. I listen to all the Corolla podcasts, too. I consider Allison a brilliant interviewer and have been introduced to so many people I'd never heard of. Now, so far, you're like astute. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the I, money. I okay. have soldiered on through the far left political leanings <laughs> out of respect for open-mindedness. <laughs> How, <laughs> however, today was the first podcast I had to stop listening to and just delete. Mm-hmm. I found Aaron Gibson to be so intolerant. 
With attitudes like hers, I don't know how she gets through the day. I am still giving the podcast five stars. This is deserving of them, and I will just hope for better things in the future. As a conservative male, please don't throw us away. Oh, buddy. Um, I just want to say this is an example of how I don't care what you say. I just want your five stars. That came out more blunt than I intended. I, I meant to say, say anything. Right? Give me what, a star. what I wanted, what I hoped would come out of my mouth was this is an example of how you can dislike, you can disagree with something, but still yes. like, you know, enjoy listening. Mm-hmm. But, but mostly. both, but mostly, Thank you for the five stars. <laughs> um, you guys check out my interview with Erin Gibson. She wrote a book called, let's see if I can get the whole title right, Feminasty, The Complicated Woman's Guide to Surviving the Patriarchy Without Drinking Herself to Death. It's a very funny book. It feels and reads like a memoir, but it's really like a compendium of facts about sexism, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um it's such it's so entertaining you learn so much about she got kicked out of an olive garden whoa (laughs) i love aaron she's great she's great um i have this sort of amnesia that sets in immediately after an interview so i don't remember her sounding highly intolerant you listened to it jeff did was there a lot of stuff that you think he would bristle at if if you're conservative and you have a beef with liberals in general i think that you could write off what she said is intolerant i think that that's I think the, the well, she's pretty openly anti-conservative. I think so. right, but I think that that is a that's a th- that's a ploy that people use that conservatives use to kind of tweak liberals because liberals claim to be so tolerant, right. and then if you say something bad about conservatives, they say, "Well, you're so intolerant." Right. Well, you just don't care for conservative values. That doesn't mean you're intolerant. Mm-hmm. It, you know, you're not saying that they should all go crawl in a cave and die or. Something. Did she say that? Yeah, maybe that was no. She said they should walk like... off a cliff, but not cross the cave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So leave us a nice comment. I think I made my star preference clear. <laughs> we might read it on the show. Oh, oh, and listen to my interview with Erin Gibson. It's fun. We explain why she got kicked out of an Olive Garden many years ago. <laughs> I mean, She's very self-effacing, which you, I find very endearing. You probably have more liberal voices than conservative ones, but you've had conservative voices too. You're, this is That's not true. a podcast that is intolerant of uh, other views. We just don't tolerate them. <laughs> Have you guys heard of the, I believe it's called the paradox of tolerance or the paradox of intolerance? You no. can You can Google it sounds, and something will come sounds up. Sounds a little nerdy to me. <laughs> <laughs> but it basically just explains that the idea that if you preach tolerance, you have to be tolerant of intolerant views is bullshit. I love that, that huh. the, the bar is tolerance, though. Just, yeah fucking just tolerate all we're asking you to do <laughs> is to fucking tolerate it can you barely stand can you this? yeah can you stand it on the lowest possible <laughs> level just tolerate it we're not asking you to embrace it we're not asking you to like yeah. it just but sweat it out just fucking tolerate it <laughs> i'm taking this on the road uh i'll be at the chuckle hut <laughs> in ah. Fort collins it's good. It's strong. Yeah. You're ready for your uh, 30 minute special. Thank you. And my other crazy thing is that I've become obsessed with the concern that frozen blueberries are staining my teeth. Hence, I cannot eat them anymore. <laughs> I'm crazy. Is, now, now, did you base that on anything at all, yeah, or who told simply? You this? No one told. Uh, are it you to going me. nuts? No. Okay. Because <laughs> they were simply, are you going? I might be going nuts. Um, okay. Were your teeth turning blue? No. 
Although, actually, if blue's the direction they're going to go, that's almost like one of those optical whiteners. No, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> if you, exactly, if you were going to whiten someone's teeth in a photograph, you heighten the blue. Hmm, so, right. And they sell products that are called optical whiteners, and I think it like blues. puts blue on your teeth. Yeah, so you probably want to rub your teeth with the blueberries. blueberries. Okay. I have never had frozen, I'm sure I've had frozen blueberries before in my life, but like they're not a regular staple of my diet. However... Right. When Daniel's mom comes to town, she always eats in the morning um, fat-free Greek yogurt with frozen blueberries. Mm. And she explained to me that it's really good because the yogurt kind of like freezes around the blueberries and da-da-da. So we always buy those for her when she's here. Um, there were some blueberries left over when she left last time. So I'm like, I got to see what all this hoopla, like weeks later, I got to see what all this hoopla is about. <laughs> and I'm like, my God, these are good. <laughs> I they, love it. I love it. I love it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. They're really good. The yeah. frozen blueberries are like, there's so much blueberry flavor packed into each little frozen blueberry. So I, each night, have been making a bowl. Oh, my God. There's so much stuff in this bowl. I'm crazy. <laughs> it's got like a spoonful of cottage cheese, has Greek yogurt. It has sugar-free tapioca or sugar-free rice pudding, frozen blueberries, sometimes a handful of Cheerios. Ketchup. I would dump them in a cup and then pour some almond milk and drown ketchup. it in trivia. No, no ketchup. Yeah. This is this is sweet. It's not savory. Uh, um, uh, oh, usually cantaloupe. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, no sugar added fruit cocktail. That was I was started with that, but now I like the actual cantaloupe in there. And as the piece de resistance, <laughs> a spoonful of sugar free orange marmalade. <laughs> it's really good. Now, are we doing a dollop of each, or are we stirring it up? Oh, stir it up. Okay, all right. Mm. However, the second you add the blueberries, the whole thing starts turning purple. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which, hey, that's cool. <laughs> I didn't, th- it's just, you know, a burst of color. I didn't think about it until I touched a couple of them. And then I looked at my hand and my finger was purple and the underside, actually, I can't, I have to pull my hand far away from my eyes because I, I can't see it close to me anymore. Oh, it did wash off in the shower, but... The underside of my nail turned like purple gray and I kept trying to rinse it off and it wouldn't come off. And I was like, huh. <laughs> it was sort of like, um, like uh, Lady Macbeth, like yeah, out, out say, of the blood. blood. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, very yeah. Shakespearean. Yeah. I was like, this is not coming off. And One then of was, his least popular plays. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, the you can look picker. it up. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then I was looking at the bowl and I'm like, this is just so purple. And like the side of the bowl is purple this is for sure turning my teeth some color if it's not white. <laughs> and while you're pregnant, you can't bleach your teeth. Okay. So I'm like, I've so got... panic set in. Yeah. So I ended up dumping out all the blueberries. But I mean, I was still left with a purple bowl full of mush. Sure. <laughs> with, but just without the blueberries. And then I ate it, but tried to bypass my front teeth. And then I... <laughs> <laughs> Just, just mash it with your tongue. Flinging the spoon back. Yeah, and, like, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was like, I think this is... It's like was that that was the last hurrah. I don't think I can do frozen blueberries anymore. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> what? You can do frozen blueberries. I don't blueberries. think I can. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. It's, I don't I don't think I can. As I explained to Jeff earlier. <laughs> I st- I used to drink tea and coffee and then I stopped drinking tea cuz I'm like I think this is dying okay. my tea. When uh, when Allison pitched this idea to me i said that doesn't sound that crazy and then she <laughs> kind of gave me the backstory of yeah. the the thinking and right. how she arrived at it. and i said 
yeah, let's do that. That's, yeah, I yeah. said because I said a little crazier than I thought. Share that I think is going to make me sound crazy. Let me ask you a question. Okay. You said that my mom eats this every morning. Yeah. My mom does not bleach her teeth. Yes, she does. She does. Yes, she does. Oh, so you've already done it. that the math. Yep. The, my mom. Math. We haven't talked specifically about blueberries making her need to bleach her teeth, but she told uh, me she yeah. bought like some little device that like I don't know what it does. It lights up, or you hold it over your mouth and it lights up, or something. And I'm like, aha! I what? bet she needed it because the blueberries. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there you go. Is there <laughs> anyone that can convince you otherwise? Like, if we call a dentist or Google. oh yeah, okay, oh yeah, I'm open to being talked out of this so, because okay. I I enjoy the blueberries. So I have a solution: frozen grapes instead. Okay, so, sorry. Can, <laughs> can you? You can't buy a bag of frozen grapes, though, can you? I think you just you toss your grapes in the mind? freezer. Yeah. yeah. I, that's acceptable. we have a we have a thing that will make things that aren't frozen <laughs> frozen. Where? What's it called? Is it called a, a freezing unit of, of some kind? Close. It's called a freezinator. A freezinator. It's called Great. a freezinator. I might have to do that, but I just here this my off the my straightforward response off the cuff. From the heart. <laughs> frozen grapes are good. A by frozen the way. grape is it's like a big. It's like an ice cube in your. I mean, I know frozen grapes Get are the good, small but ones. It's, they're tasty, but the the texture of them frozen is a little weird. It's, for it's not the same yeah, as a frozen yeah. blueberry. You know, um, this is not the solution, but another frozen blueberry item would mm. be a Louis Blue Raspberry Otter Pop, which I don't think stains your teeth blue. It's not as healthy. Oh, those are delicious. By the way, they have non-blue <laughs> blueberries. That's what I was going to say. Oh, but I don't want to breeze past this Otter Pop idea. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, Otter Pops are great. That's what they I was, used to be like a dollar for a whole box. Yeah. I think, like they, still, of them, I think you know. they still are. Yeah. Where do you even buy them? I, I feel like regular grocery stores anywhere. don't I think have a, them. a Target will okay. help you out. Did you guys ever eat Otter Pops without freezing them? Oof. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's called Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're onto something with the non... <laughs> staining blueberries because i've never seen blueberries this staining except for the frozen ones i'm almost wondering if they're artificially just colored, get fresh ones are. and put them in the freezerator <laughs> <laughs> why would frozen ones be so much more more they have to the ones dark. that freeze well are the ones with lots of pigment in them are you making this up yes yeah, just, just right off the top just uh, i don't know maybe this no there's no <laughs> I feel like fruit melanin has nothing to do with this. I don't know. But maybe the, the acidity of your mouth will take the blueness away. Yeah. Somewhat. Also. Because the blue did come off your hand eventually. It did eventually, yeah. I mean. You could also try um, brushing your teeth. Yeah. Give that oh, a shot. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, it's true. No. You can. I've been trying to get you to do this for years. No. But sometimes if I brush my teeth and I spit and it's like, I can see dye come out in the sink. I'm like, oh. Yeah. 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 But back to your grape theory. Yeah. I think red wine is like the number one culprit of right. dyeing your teeth red. And that right. starts with grapes. You can't get around yeah. this. Yeah. But I think the yeah. green grapes are where you're. Sure. That's a, that's a sweet spot. Well, what if you just start having blue teeth and then that way that'll put the rest of us at ease? Like if we could just stay right. away from white because I feel like it's creating problems for everybody. True. If but if they're going to go the blue direction, I really feel like that that could be an improvement. Great. <laughs> so maybe it's not a problem. It just in my mind, it just all adds up to stain. Sure. I saw this commercial for I forget what product, but they go, "Are you doing the tissue test?" And they hold a tissue up next to their teeth, and 
And the woman goes, ew. And I thought, are your teeth supposed to be the same color as bleached paper? Yes. <laughs> yes, they are. I yeah, I have talked before That's about weird. how cottage cheese and string cheese are items you have to eat alone. Because if you're in public and like you happen to talk and there's a n- nugget of cottage cheese in your mouth, your teeth are sun yellow in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> You have very white teeth. They're very white. I think you're Thank okay. You. Thank you, but I don't, I don't think it so. could be whiter. <laughs> They're not like newscaster white. You know yeah. what I mean? They're not like weather person white. Right. You're agreeing with this. Yeah. I'm crazy. You're, they're not crazy white. Like when you see those people, they, they, it doesn't get whiter than that. Yeah. That's like. Too- I feel like at some point. No, I had that kind of level of whiteness from bleaching, but it's just bleaching. And I used to keep it up a lot more, but it just hurts. Mm -hmm. The older I get, the more it hurts, the more I'm not into it. And now I can't because I'm pregnant. Yeah, you don't need to. You're fine. Yeah, thanks. You're doing good. Thanks, you guys. But in a few months' time, your teeth could stand to get a lot bluer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. See what we can do there. We'll see. Um, I want to talk to you guys about the best sheets in the world, and that is Brooklyn in Sheets. They have been named the winner of the best of online bedding category by Good Housekeeping. And I think I've mentioned this before, but I really do sleep better when our Brooklyn and sheets are on the bed. And I don't know why. It doesn't make sense to me why. Well, I mean, they're comfortable, but it doesn't make sense like why my sleep would be so drastically affected. Um, but I just know that I do sleep better on the Brooklyn and sheets. And they're super well made. We have, you can, I mean, they come in all different colors and patterns and stuff. And they're styly. Yeah, we have blue and white stripe. <laughs> yeah, it's like mm-hmm. we're in Martha's Vineyard. It is. It's a real Cape Cod feel, yeah. even though Cape Cod, Martha. I'm not sure of the difference between Cape Cod, Martha's Vineyard, and Nantucket. It's all the same. No, Nantucket's an island. Yeah, but I feel like they all have the same kind of sheets. Well, it's a uh, coastal. Is that coastal style? Mm, you know, yeah. you have the Adrian Drac, Drac Trares, Adirondack, Adirondack, Adirondack. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Hey, I grew up in the fucking desert. We just have <laughs> we have fold out lawn chairs. <laughs> well, these sheets are based in Brooklyn, but they're not your typical New Yorkers. They live in the city that never sleeps, yet they're committed to bringing you the best sleep ever. You know what? I don't think that the, the sheets the sheets themselves that are based in Brooklyn, it's the husband and wife team that created them. But you could argue that the sheets are. Uh, founded in early 2014 by husband and wife Vicky and Rich Fulop. And their dog, Dukes. Now, look. I feel like I've Dukes been probably have less about, to do with it. I've been talking about this for a long time. This is the first I've heard of their I dog. I appreciate them yeah. bringing him in. I feel I like their, yeah, I feel like their dog was like, hey, ruff ruff. Get, <laughs> get me into this. And they're like, okay, you right. did something too. But anyway, they stayed, at a, <laughs> they stayed at a hotel and they loved the sheets. And then they asked the hotel, you know, where can we get these sheets? And they were like thousands of dollars. And they said, this is insane. There's got to be a way to make sheets that are this nice that don't cost that much because luxury sheets are normally marked up by as much as 300%. So here they come along, they cut out the middleman, they sell you great sheets that are affordable, luxury bedding at an affordable price. My Brooklyn sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code bestfriend at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so sure you'll love your new sheets that they're offering a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all of their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code BESTFRIEND at brooklinen.com. And I'm going to spell it because every time people are like, oh, I thought it was this. I'm like, no, 
It's not. It's this. <laughs> B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N. Brooke, like the girl's name without an E. Linen. L-I-N-E-N. B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code best friend. Brooke Linen. These really are the best sheets ever. They really are. They're pretty Sold. good. Yeah. yeah definitely. A clever product name. Mm-hmm. Have you guys noticed... I feel I'm like, crazy. <laughs> I feel like there's a new trend in commercial voiceovers that I hear on Sirius Radio. Well, no. Yeah, that's where I hear them, but they're they're playing everywhere. And it's like, I'm so-and-so, founder of this company, but the person sounds, and I've heard it in multiple spots, where the person sounds like a valley girl. Like, I feel, and it's a style that I would think wouldn't, they wouldn't want that to be the, and I'm not saying. Do you anything. think that that's a deliberate choice, or it, just that the I Valley is producing a lot of new entrepreneurs, <laughs> or it could be uh, maybe it's not the actual CEO, but this is the best fifty bucks can get you. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it's a choice. I feel like it's yeah. a choice t- to sound relatable, but it it's sort of a very conversational but unprofessional sounding voice. What is the product they're selling? I can't say. Ooh, I can't okay. say because <laughs> <laughs> because it's not that effective an ad, or you just choose not to. Don't want to plug them. It's actually one of my. It's one of my sponsors that I'm not talking about tonight. Medazolam. <laughs> um, but then I heard it on another one, and I wish I could remember the name of that product. It's a great story. It's a terrible story. I know. <laughs> I'm no, just wondering if I know that there's a trend in voiceover away from announcery voices towards conversational, but this is like a step beyond that. This is like. This is mumblecore. Well, no, no it's, it's not mumblecore. It's like... Do an imitation of it. I well, can't who, Yeah, it. Here's I the know. question. Who, for this product, who's the audience? So who are they trying to sell to? People on Instagram, probably. Hmm. But like women? You know, it's sort of a Kardashian. Because if yes. it's like... It's sort if of a it's Kardashian like moms, sounding voice. Moms, for example, they want to hear from other moms. I want right. to I want to hear like another mom tell me what they like. I don't want to hear some corporate... So, you know, that kind of thing. Is it that? Is it a voice you trust? <laughs> It's maybe here. Let me see if I can do it. I'll do the. It's not Brooklyn in, but I'll I'll do them. Brooklyn is the fastest growing oh, betting yeah. brand in the world. Over twenty thousand five star reviews. <laughs> Wait, but this person's announced themselves as the CEO. Yeah. I'm yeah. Well, like the co-founder of right. this company, <laughs> founded in early two thousand fourteen. By husband, uh, I feel like I shouldn't. Like, what, what can I, I read? Don't sell like, you. Wait, no, that was Brooklyn. fantastic. When you took that voiceover class, did they have Valley Girl Day? Because no. you're nailing this. <laughs> Thank you, you should do a reel. <laughs> My Brooklyn and sheets are the best, most comfortable <laughs> sheets I've ever slapped on. Oh That's my god, it. you're getting That's me exactly so hot right it. now, honey. <laughs> we can go. Yeah. These really are the best sheets ever. <laughs> wow. But pay attention when you hear radio spots. Because that are done by professionals, because that is, you know, I don't listen to the radio anymore. So. Well, if you ever listen to the radio, I've noticed this trend. And like I said, it was this one ad and then I started hearing it on others. Interesting. And now I can't remember what they are. I've like, heard this. this. I yeah. agree with you. And it makes me feel so old because I'm so annoyed by it. And I'm yeah. like, well, I guess this is the way they're talking. It is very noticeable. <laughs> but I do think that is how, like, that is how the Kardashians talk. Nuts. The, yeah, the, the voiceover trick that I'm amazed by because it's such a skill to me is the one where they 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 can be talking about anything and usually it's something really mundane, but they're saying it um, as though we're sharing a laugh. Oh yeah, that's the, the chuckle in your voice. But it's more than a chuckle in your voice. It's like a conspiratorial laugh, totally. like. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, like, oh, cereal. It's so delicious. <laughs> you know, and it's, there's, I can't ever do it. I can't do an imitation of it. But whenever I hear it, I, I'm like, this is ridiculous. I bet Eric can do that. I was going to say, Eric, I'm I think you got talking about Eric. Scoop got a VO guy this. right here. Yeah. A little bit. So, like, what, with the cereal, he said? Well, whatever. It'll be, it'll be like insurance or something just where if you read the copy, it would be nothing. But yeah. the way that they're delivering it is with a very intimate sounding, like, uh, warmth and l- like l- a l- chuckle in their voice, yeah, just like kind of like, <laughs> yeah, we're like we're on the verge. <laughs> well, we, all yeah. Yeah. we all know, yeah, we all know that sometimes life takes its hits. <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Yeah, I just I want to see someone recording that. Like, I want to see what they do to get into that state of mind because I can't put it on. It's that's how good it is and effective. I think it's a very subliminal thing, and you'll hear it in the grocery store all the time. Yeah. Eric, have you ever had to direct that? Can we just get a annoying laugh? <laughs> you, I bet you you could do it, Renee. Yeah, a giggle. Because you, you were almost doing it right there. Like it's like a hey, like uh, like a uh, it's got a lilt to it. Just a <laughs> yeah, Listen. yeah. Okay, maybe. What? Uh, where are you using it? Do you think? Where am I? Oh, like oh, in where, conversation? Yeah. Or? yeah. Uh, we're just for. Why would somebody direct it that way? Oh well, I think if you want to if you want to establish intimacy, if you want this person to be instantly trusted, I mean that's what yes. you, that's what you do. Of like, hey, you know, I'm going to give you a recommendation. I want you to to buy this product, but right, we're already at we've this established stage. a rapport, and you I can and do I, that. Yeah, I'm going right to talk now. to you as though we've been in a relationship for a long time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's got like we're we must have had this conversation a thousand times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Well, I think I think you do subliminally like understand that. You know, like the tone of someone's voice, you understand the relationship, yeah, based on their voice, and so that's tricky. It's crazy. Totally. Unless yeah. you can't read that sort of yeah, your what those you, social cues, <laughs> your and then it's like yeah, you might as well just buy uh, some name brand product. <laughs> your voice blind. Product. That's right. Um, there is a rendition of Wheels on the Bus where the woman that Elliot I play for Elliot sometimes, and the woman singing it sounds like sounds like that as she's singing the wheels on the bus like she can barely she's about to it's so bizarre sounding keep it together can we talk about youtube children's videos for a second sure holy shit are you guys aware (laughs) of this this thing that's happening on youtube where there are these it's like i don't know how many it seems like hundreds or thousands of these like animated videos are all of the same like dozen songs if that Okay, songs and, that you're unfamiliar with. Well, like some of them, some Johnny, of them you are, Johnny, but, but some of them, Papa. Papa. Right. yeah, jo- Joni, Joni, yes, yes, Papa. Papa. So, a song I never fucking heard in my right. life. Yeah. There's like eighty thousand versions, but each one of these videos, and, and they're all like kind of janky animation. Some of them are I feel like it's better than good others. Animation. Some of them are better than others, but some of them are pretty not good. <laughs> um, and they're all they've all got accents that are like, hmm, what is that? Is that India? Is that like I thought some, it was Russian or Bulgarian, well, but I was yeah, wrong. some yeah. of them might be. One of them was like live action, and I they, they were in a park, and there are all these like blonde kids. But then in the background, you could see the name of the park, and I looked it up, and it was uh, Thailand. Huh. And I think what's going on is that they get like hundreds of millions, if not billions, of views. I bet there there are these places in Southeast Asia that just or maybe Russia that churn these kids' no, videos I think, out. I think the main one that we were watching was. Indian. And they're just making bank. Crazy. Yeah. And I mean, with those views, you got to be making like, what, a couple thousand dollars? <laughs> no, I don't know how YouTube works. But it's like, it's kind of a racket. Yeah. 
I don't, this is going to take it off topic just a little That's bit, fine. but I was talking to a gal who works in development for Netflix kids. And so they do, they've got all the money in the world to do marketing like crazy. And mm. she said that they're just talking to kids, talking to kids, talking to kids, trying to figure out what do you guys want? And one of the ways they do that is like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, interesting. So like when we were kids, we were like, oh, you know, a baseball player, a lawyer, a doctor, a movie star. Now she showed us that the top three things, number one is entrepreneur. Wow. Number two is social media influencer. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah, How old are these kids? Is. Right? I think, I think she said six to nine. Wow. And then the third one is side hustle. That's what I want to be Whoa. when I grow up. I want to be a side hustle. But you know what, though? Like, as funny and crazy as that is, that actually is how they need to be thinking. Yeah. Because that is... The, Where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. There was one of these kids' videos. And this one, I think, was like a, a former Soviet, you know, blocked country, but that isn't currently, you know, one of those. And it was this uh, overcast, so this is live action, overcast day, just the saddest backyard you've ever seen. <laughs> when you say live set. action, you mean not animation? Not animation. Okay. And uh, there's a swing set in the sort of background. Uh, there's a Mickey Mouse and a Minnie Mouse. I'm putting that in quotes. So these are like like fourth rate, total knockoff costumes where the head just doesn't quite fit right, you know? And it's like, eh, it's like the look is like, <laughs> I'm worried, not happy. And um, and the the there are two kids in the foreground and they're like singing and dancing with the Minnie Mouse. And in the background, the Mickey Mouse, the head is crooked. Yeah. on his head and there's a kid on the swing and he's just like staring into the camera and he's miserable weird and that's the whole fucking video i swear it was out of like a david lynch it was, <laughs> and this is the kind of shit your kids are watching this is what i'm saying yeah, this is a public nuts. service announcement it's <laughs> <laughs> a horror movie that's the one joni joni how many hits 6.2 million. Jesus. Each one of these has that. That's like low. <laughs> what are they doing? Yeah, what's They're happening? Capering around. Who, like actual children? Or, no, no it's like, animated. We need to do this, I'm telling you, we could. Ch- this is yeah. no effort is put into this shit. Same songs. There's no like original. We, if we did these, we're set. Right, and if you're doing this out of some country where a dollar goes really far, you're probably making a ton of money. Hell yeah. Johnny, Johnny. Oh, I could. Yes, Papa. Have you heard this song before? Where are you? No. This is a different version. This is like a, this is oh, like there's the also of the opera version. There's like dance remixes of this song. No, Papa. Open the door. Ha ha ha. Is it from something? No, it's just it's a nursery Johnny, rhyme. Johnny, yes, Papa. Where are you? This is a this is different. Yeah. Okay. Usually it's like Johnny, Johnny, yes, Papa. Eating sugar. No, Papa. Uh, telling, telling lies. lies. Yes, Papa. Open your mouth. Ha ha ha. ha. And then the, the kid has sugar in his mouth. Have you ever fucking heard this? No, that's nuts. This this is uh, okay. I, well, we the can, remix. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Interesting. My, there's there's wow. a weird thing that I noticed on Amazon Music where I forgot what song I was looking for, but I stumbled across a bunch of these songs from the 80s that were hit songs in the 80s, and it appears to be the song you're looking for, and then you listen to it and you think, this isn't really yeah. the version, but it's listed under the artist, like, say, Flock of Seagulls or something. So I think there's probably somebody that's running around England, and you just get a flock of seagull, <laughs> a seagull from the flock, and you can re-record it and put it up on Amazon Music, and then 
get all the money from it. Crazy. I'm it's renting some children's costumes this weekend. <laughs> and we're going to do these and upload I was going to say, them. make sure that head's tilted. I'm, fucking, I'm, okay. I'm like 50% joking. <laughs> yeah. I think you should. I mean, see what happens. Get your uh, side hustle going. Yeah. <laughs> this is my side <laughs> right. hustle. And then you can kid- sing that only like a dame. Give me a dame. I love a dame. What's the song you were singing earlier? There ain't nothing like a dame. There it is. <laughs> oh my God. There's a Johnny Johnny Yes Papa that has 298 million views. That's, That's not fair. And by the way, this is still deep cut territory you're in right here. This isn't even. Hey kids, this next song is about a little boy who eats way too much sugar and lies to his daddy. Oof. Be sure to watch the whole thing to see how it ends. And don't lie. Like how much money do you make with 200 yeah. million downloads? Johnny, Johnny? Almost 300. Like, like $300? No, 300 million downloads. It's 298. Johnny, Johnny? Yes, Papa? Eating sugar? No, Papa. Telling lies? No, Papa. Open wide? Ah, ah, ah. Have you ever seen Halloween 3, The Year of the Witch? Yeah. That's that's what this is reminding me of. (laughs) Put on your masks. Yeah. Your poor listeners are going to have this in their head all week. (laughs) Oh, fucking welcome to my hell. (laughs) Jesus Christ. No sympathy here. I think this could be a good side hustle and make you a media influencer. If you actually made parodies of these, because parents must hate these. I wanted to see that. I thought about that. And if you made really smart-ass parodies of these. When I I saw that crazy Serbian one I was telling you about, it was like, this is someone making a joke and slipping it into the stream. Because what what happens is these kids are doing the YouTube and they just watch and the parents aren't paying attention so you could throw one in there that's like <laughs> you know send me money ha 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 here's the address ha 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 do the you know like I'm telling you wait yeah. I gotta get a behind the scenes too late video no you have to do that again hang on let me just for this is behind ridiculous. the scenes you can do it again that was a good rehearsal Daniel do you remember yeah. the subject of the Serbian one wait, hang on hang on hang on, hang on oh hang on, hang on. I don't I wish I could uh, One see, more time. I, and yeah. Johnny, Johnny, ha ha ha, send me money, ha ha ha. <laughs> Telling lies, no papa. Here's the address, ha ha ha. So many hits. We got it live. We got the video. That is just yeah. one of the many things you can see if you subscribe oh, to my man, Patreon. So Bonus it. episode with Greg Heller this month. You are an entrepreneurial social media influencer. Yeah. That's right. With the that's your side, side hustle. That's my side hustle. I mean, You're every kid's dream. Uh, I need to tell you guys about Ritual Vitamins. They are vitamins by Cynics for Cynics. So if you go to the website, they explain every single... They're for women. But for they're, cynical women. Yeah. <laughs> by, <laughs> by Cynics oh, for Cynical Women. <laughs> Women. <laughs> well, you you don't get enough. Um, I think it's like beta carotene when you're really cynical. Sure. So, <laughs> just my type. Go on. But yeah. here's the thing: yes. is that in first of all, for women to get everything they need, normally you have to buy like a bunch of different pills, a bunch of vitamins, and then you get a multivitamin, and you don't know where every aspect of that vitamin is sourced. True. But with Ritual, you do. If you visit their website, you'll learn everything from why each ingredient is beneficial to where it's sourced. It's kind of crazy. When you think about that, you yeah. never know that. Like it has these ingredients, but where did they come from? Are they the best quality? Da, da, da. With Ritual, it's you. everything you want to know is there. Vegan, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free, made in the USA without synthetic fillers or colorants. Delayed release capsule bypasses the stomach to help prevent nausea. Um, so they're enteric in that way. And they're like a, a patented 
beadlet in oil formulation. I wish I had the bottle right here. They're really neat. Yeah. Cool. They're they're they they look super good and uh, they don't make you nauseated. Um, yeah, here we go. Innovative beadlet in oil formulation keeps dry ingredients separate from oils within the capsule, so you only have to take one pill. And they're mint scented with an in bottle tab enriched with pure peppermint oil. Patent pending technology and formulation. It's subscription based. Uh, but if you forget a few days, you can snooze your order until you catch up. Happiness guaranteed. You can cancel easily at any time. 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis. Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients women lack most. Go to ritual.com slash Rosen. Again, that's ritual.com slash Rosen. Choose clean ingredients backed by science. Sign up now at ritual.com slash Rosen. Okay, let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something Okay, Zach says, always wonder if it's an awkward silence or a round of applause after Allison closes out a Thursday show in Dining Room Studios. (laughs) (laughs) It's neither. We all just look at her and just give that, yeah, you You know another (laughs) great job, honey. No, you give us a little pep talk. You always say, great episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's silent. Yeah. No, I feel like what what usually happens? I sometimes I sometimes mean oftentimes we'll just continue talking. Yeah, we just talk about yeah. whatever. Yeah, it actually does look like the end of a talk show when they a round table talk show on TV when they start rolling the credits right. and everybody's pretending they're talking. It's kind of like that. Yeah. We're, uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> Daniel didn't even say anything. I know. This time. No, we're really talking. Yeah. Edible Intelligence says, just me or everyone, I get the same nails on a chalkboard feeling when I see rolled ice cream being scraped off that cold Uh slab. (laughs) Nails. I have never had that feeling, but I've also never had um, rolled ice cream. Where do you get it? There's a place right here on Melrose. And they have one in North Hollywood. And that's the hard serve ice cream, not the soft serve. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They slathered all out. Sorry, forgive me. No, no, it's okay. I, uh, I had some, I had their mint, uh, and it was uh, awful. Oh no! Why? Because <laughs> it was that it was artificial mint flavor, but it was like real. Oh, like violent really mint, strong violent mint. I gotcha. Uh, but I was thinking about that just like yesterday about how cool the uh, technology is of having a slab. It's like the opposite of a hot plate. It's like a cold plate. Oh yeah. And you know, you put something and then it freezes it, and you. I think that's a really neat piece of technology. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, do they pour? Like the custard onto it? Is it not yet ice cream when it's poured onto the slab? Yeah, the North Hollywood one has a full presentation. So first, uh, you are required to come over and watch. And then whatever sauce you're using, uh, chocolate, they'll spell your name in it. Oh, Uh, cool. Oh, I've seen this on Instagram, I think. uh, And then they pour the cream on. I took my sweet parents to it. And my dad's from Colorado, so he just wants to talk. So he's trying to... And it is impressive because the girls are like chopping it up. Uh, So my dad's trying to be like, oh, I bet you don't have to go to the gym after this. Uh, And just like trying to have a conversation with her. But it's so loud that she... So like for the first two, (laughs) she like, what? And then then finally she just ignored him. And my dad was like, oh, she can't hear me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But it's great. It's they cool. should have a sign that they can't hear. Yeah, you yeah. Please don't talk to so us. D- yeah. Do they put toppings in it as they well? Do. Yeah. So you is get that to pick. the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they like mix it up, and then it free, and then they they scrape it into a rolled like. Wait, but Cold Stone it is not rolled, right? No, but no. it is like all mixed up, right? 
but they have a cold stone. Yes. Right. Oh. Yeah. They just don't do the final roll. Element. Yeah. Uh, I think this gets harder because it's a frozen surface as opposed to a cold stone <laughs> <laughs> surface. So it was the flavor of the ice cream, no, not the, but though not the rolled. The, the flavor of the roll was not a factor. It was the flavor of the ice cream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is that your question? I don't know what it was anymore. Um, Andrew Ant says, just me or everyone. My wife waits until my back is turned and I've walked to the other side of the house to start asking me questions. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just you. <laughs> Although I will hear this faint, like from the other side of the house. and I'll just be like, I can't hear you. I never I hear you-, you say I can't hear you. No, I, I think... Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that you suffer from if if I can hear me, everyone can hear me syndrome, or Daniel can hear me, which I rarely can hear you. It also could be you can always hear Daniel <laughs> based off his non inside yeah. voice. So you're just like I assume everybody. I can think hear it's me in the more house. like if you're in X Y Z room, you can hear me. I think I don't know. So it's I don't know. <laughs> so I'm just gonna. I'm just te- like, hey, are you are you there? But you're not. Sometimes I just text. Okay. <laughs> Sooner Magic says, when an actor and their on-screen character share a name, I wonder if the actor had trouble distinguishing the two. <laughs> I always wonder, did they, which came first? Did they just give you your yeah. name? I, yeah, I wonder if, is this a situation where they wrote it for the actor, you know, or is it just uh, they think the actor's too dumb to be able to respond to it. Right. <laughs> yeah. The way, which character is I? Yeah, it's always got to be uh, Tom. Or, or is it a casting thing? Who can we get yeah. for this? Yeah. The guy named Brad. Well, I, I yeah. do think writers will do that where they have someone in mind so they'll like to subliminally be like, oh, this guy. Right. Uh, I always think it's curious when you write the movie and you're starring in it and then and you then went ahead right. and gave me my name too. I'm like, you <laughs> change the name, maybe. <laughs> we yeah. get it. We get it. But change that name. Right. Like um, Homeland, they wrote the part of Carrie Matheson for Claire Danes. Right. I was like, this name, is it going to come? And then it did. But did they choose Carrie because it's similar to Claire? Maybe. Hey. Who knows, really? Probably the writer. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Probably the writer. Okay. Katie doesn't tweet tweeted <laughs> whenever i see someone doing a lotto scratch off in public i think how fun it would be to watch someone win a bunch of cash i don't think that but it would be and i've never seen it yeah it never seen fun. someone win no, a bunch of cash never yeah that would be fun i saw someone think he won ten thousand oh, no. dollars it was the drummer of my band he had a a, a scratcher in his it was like a gift from the neighbor and he thought he won 10000 and the whole band was there, and we were so excited for him. Oh, no. And he was like, I know, it was very sad. Uh, he had all these ideas of what he was going to do with it. <laughs> like we, It was like we had all won the money, even though yeah. it, wasn't like, it wasn't like he's like, we're all winning the money. It, just, it was like, oh, my God, someone we know won $10,000, and it, that seems like so much. But then it turned out to be a phony ticket, and he yeah. had given, mm. the neighbor had given everyone his oh. joke. Like tickets, his joke yeah. tickets. And I think he thought, that somehow our drummer would know. But I remember thinking like, you are a sadist. That is it's so mean. Yeah. I thought I it was like super that. fucked up. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, because like who knows when you go and you see all the different lottery tickets, especially here in California, there's like 15 different kinds of lottery tickets that they have at any one time. Like who keeps track? Yeah, he just thought it was like an innocuous joke. I think probably in his, well, to give him the benefit of the doubt, perhaps in his mind when we like when all of us scratched these and we all won 10,000, we would realize. But instead it was he had just done it by himself. (laughs) Do people win anything with scratchers? People do scratchers all the fucking time. And I'm like. I've never won anything. I feel like I've won like $5 a long time ago. What's the appeal? You don't, it's like if, it's not like Vegas where you actually will win from time to time. You know, you'll have the time you went when you won some money and that keeps you coming back. But like the lottery, never. I think the appeal is the prize gets to be so big. Well, Well, that's lotto. Yeah, Yeah. that when it's like $100 million, you know, yeah. I don't know. But I sure. guess we're scratching it. It almost feels like you're uncovering a mystery, mm-hmm. I guess. So that's fun. Yeah. 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 And then if you don't win anything, you can scratch off the bottom with the serial number. Did you hear the news story about how, <laughs> how all of the McDonald's Monopoly, you know, yeah. the Monopoly game? Yeah. Did you hear about this? So did you hear the story? No. Allison? Okay. So apparently uh, they found out that uh, there was a mob ring that was, I, I don't know the details, but they were basically, steal. you know, because with that game, you have to like match, say, three properties right like two of them are super common and one of them super fucking rare of course right so it makes it feel like you're so close but all the really rare cards were being hoarded by did you hear about this joke? we're being yeah. hoarded by this mo- mafia uh i think it was like an ex-cop or something what? yeah <laughs> this group and they were and they were just winning millions of like 15 millions of dollars million how did they, they get that yeah how'd they get a hold of them uh, they were. I think they had something going with the factory that printed them out or something. Uh, so, I think they got all the railroads first. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they just came right to. Yeah, them. I mean, I'm totally butchering the story. Look it up, but um, you organized mean, crime and organized crime essentially was winning all the money with the McDonald's monopoly. That's insane. Games Do you feel mad years. that you played for a little while? No, I didn't. Oh, I never you played, played Ma- the McDonald's. McDonald's we went to uh, Vaughn's and they had it going there, the monopoly thing, and they they were like, you know, you can get a bunch of tickets, and they handed me like a fistful of these things. Whoa. Hundreds. And they're like, hey, you know, like they were slipping me a bunch. And I was like, well, shit, this is a lot. Yeah. I mean, the odds of something being in here are good, right? And so I sat there one night and you have to like (laughs) fucking, you have to like tear each one and then look and then it's not, this one was like not even, um, it's not even like Park Place and, you know, this was like... You're getting your Baltic Avenue. You no, know. this was like three different sort of grainy photographs of chips, <laughs> you know? And you're just like, huh? So it was like a lot of concentration and I'm sitting there like sorting these out. And I think we won like a dollar fifty off for tortilla chips, you know, like a free air wick. You know, it's like, God damn, wasting my money. Yes, it's sort of like when I was doing the... Uh, Lean Cuisine Diners Club for a little while. I don't know what it is, but like you collect the the code off of them and then you like enter it into a thing online and you can win a dish towel or like a tomato shape, like a timer (laughs) shape, like a tomato or something. And it saving them from the boxes and then inputting them took so so much time. And I was like, I don't even want any of these things that I could win. What am I doing? When we were in college and everyone was smoking. I'm um, no longer going to be Lean Cuisine's (laughs) bitch. Everyone everyone I knew, we all smoked camels. And so they had camel cash. Marlboro Uh, had Marlboro Miles. And I remember uh, a couple people would like, because it was college, there were 
constantly cigarettes everywhere. Yeah. So she was always like collecting the camel cash. I think she she had like so many of these things and she ended up getting a sign. <laughs> you know? I feel like you, yeah. you could get a tent or a duffel bag. Oh, yeah, I mean, they like had oh, yeah. they had like a pool table, but <laughs> right. you would have to have collected a hundred thousand of these. You know? Sell enough newspapers and listen. Uh, yeah. I mean, was there a soda grit. that had the caps? If you collected Seven enough, up? yeah, because I, I remember people just like Santa bags of caps that they would just collect. It's funny you don't really yeah. see that sort of thing as much Mm-mm. because everyone has rewards programs yeah. now, and that tickets place. Yeah, the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Collecting all their Pokemans online. (laughs) Sarah Simmons says, whenever I use a public restroom, I always preemptively hold my breath in case there is some major poop smell. I can't Mm. take it. Wait, read the first part? Whenever I use a public restroom, I always preemptively hold my breath. I will. That's smart. I I don't do it. So there is a, uh, where I work, the bathrooms aren't like, office bathrooms they're like the kind of bathrooms you'd have in a house and whenever i open the door there's you just get a burst of wind it's wait, like wait, it sucks the wait. the wind uh, out of the bathroom in your hang nose. on <laughs> what does that mean they're not work bathrooms they're bathrooms you'd have in a house I mean they're like multi-stall like, kind of thing they're it's not, not multi-stall they're just it's, an individual bathroom it's just a room it, it's just a room it's just a, you open a door and there's a room it's not like right. yeah it's not like a bank of sinks is there gotcha. men and women or you no know, they're yeah they're men and women it's oh, uh, yeah. unisex that's helpful yeah um yeah and so when you open the door you all of the air in there just <laughs> gets sucked out and into your nose oh boy <laughs> so someone often that what will happen if you're not you know prepared like this person clearly is where you hold your breath you will just get a full inhalation of someone's <laughs> just poop air uh. <laughs> do you know whose it is is there like is there a culprit no because people sneak out and you don't get to see you don't get to put the face to the poop set <laughs> yeah you know uh so i on that token restaurants who or restaurants i guess i've assumed that's where we are or workplaces wherever but uh who can find a good incense or some sort of like cover up smell that is effective i'm like you guys are doing it right you thought what, of everything what's effective though like a uh, sandalwood kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> cinnamon somehow. Now I'm in a vanilla it. sandalwood kind of yeah. mood. I always end up. They always end up getting citrus, and then it just smells oh, yeah. like citrus poop. Right, it's true. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> you know, what I I feel like the most effective thing for that is something that releases a scent all the time, mm-hmm. as opposed to like the person needed to spray the Febreze or whatever. Right. Yeah. I agree. I think that's what's going on here because it always feels a little bit. Like, oh, we're trying super hard. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like the, well, at least I've gotten snake bit doing the holding your breath <laughs> ahead of time because mm-hmm. what can happen is if you hold your breath and then you're not able to get in and get out in time, then all of a sudden you're desperately holding your breath. Yeah, you get more. And then you wind up going, <laughs> you wind up sucking in more fart right. smell than you might have normally. Right. You, the, right. you really get so much that it like settles into the recesses of your lungs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you just got poop in your lungs. Yeah, I feel like sometimes yeah. if you can go in with that just sort of shallow breath, yes. yeah. that you're not yeah. taking as big of a deep hit. Yeah, like I'm not committed to breathing, but I am still breathing. Yeah, like just enough to stay alive. <laughs> I've done that where you go. <laughs> like if you take enough exactly. shallow breaths, it's not you're getting exactly. enough oxygen, but it's not getting deep enough in your lungs. Exactly. To like you, the guy walking out is like basset hounds, or yeah. I don't know what's happening. Step out, and just pass out. <laughs> Nina Hartley says. 
I decline dessert when I'm out with certain... By the way, this is not the porn star. It's come to my attention mm. that there's a porn star named Nina Hartley. <laughs> she said she didn't know it's her married name. It's not. This is not the porn star. Nina Hartley says, I decline dessert when I'm out with certain girlfriends so I don't look like a gluttonous pig. Yeah, I feel like there's certain friends that you get dessert with mm-hmm. and then there's certain friends that you don't get dessert with. You want the friends that you can get dessert yes. with. Yes. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're getting dessert. <laughs> yeah yeah right more for you me. don't want that yeah like there's certain people and i th- i think i used to be one of these who like you don't you eat maybe you get an appetizer as your entree or you just get entrees but you don't get both but now if you're gonna if i'm going out i'm getting both let's do it all yeah i will say it is very consistent that the person who doesn't want dessert i don't want to spend more time with right so i'm just like yeah of course yeah. let's all get out of here yeah smart that dessert sounds great. Yeah. Are you guys a getting concessions hmm. at the movies type of person or no? Yeah. I'm a kids pack person. Oh, with what is no that? shame? Uh, so you just get a little bit of popcorn. It's the right amount. Yeah, and then you get to pick your candy, and then you get the world's tiniest cup. But uh, but it's all the nice proportion. I used to be a medium popcorn kind of guy. Now I'm a large popcorn guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, How I did jumped you in the wrong direction, <laughs> and I even got like butter on it recently, like. When I saw Last Jedi, I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's get the butter. I don't love it. But because <laughs> it's just grease. But like, I, yeah, I'm definitely concessions mm-hmm. are the way to go. What? I saw Dog Days over the weekend. I'm having Ken Marino on the podcast. Mm. Very, very, very excited. I saw Dog Days, went with my sister. As we were walking in, I said, Do you want concessions? And she's like, No, I'm okay. And I said, Okay. So, uh, no concessions. However, I did have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the movie. Thankfully, there was like, it was a very empty theater. So I said to her, let me know what happens. When, and I knew that she would be able to fill me in on everything. There would be <laughs> no one who'd be like, shh. So anyway, uh, while I was out, I did. By the way, Ken Marino's going to be on the show. Yeah. I said that. Well, you might not, not want to know how part. empty the theater was. <laughs> it was a screening, right? <laughs> <laughs> It was just well, a was special screening just for you. It was in the middle of the day. It was in the middle of the day, though. Yes, it was, okay, it right. was in the middle of the right. day. Right. <laughs> I heard it's really good. Parents have been saying it was it's very great. cute. Yeah. It was very sweet, and I cried my eyes out at the end. It like caught me by surprise. I mean, I knew it, it was like sentimental, sentimental, sentimental. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly, it just waterworks. It, it like I. It wasn't. I was just tearing. I was like bawling, yeah. like sniveling. Um. Anyway, though, I did swing by the concession stand. Just to browse? <laughs> yeah, just to see if anything <laughs> caught my eye. You know well, what I'm did? Just look- Can I help you? Oh, I'm just looking. Just looking. I actually said that. <laughs> <laughs> but they had, and I didn't get them, but I wanted to, sweet tart ropes. Yeah. Mm. Have you guys seen those? Yeah. yeah. Seen Have you yeah. had them? Yeah. Are they good? I mean, yeah. What is, what is it? I mean... If I'm remembering right, it's it's like a it has the taste of sweet tarts, but it's in a long Twizzler style rope. What? But I With think it's filling, layered. Right? Yeah, it's got like a like a like a like a creamy filling, like almost? a frosting filling, like a frosting. Like oh it's, my god, it's an it's an abomination. It <laughs> yeah. shouldn't exist. Uh-huh. I'm kind of glad it does. I f- mixed feelings. Oh, How do you feel about it. nerd ropes? Yes, You're those are much ropes. better. Yeah, yeah, because that's just all the things I love. In a rope. Yeah. In rope form. <laughs> Do you this, prefer your candy in rope form? I don't not prefer it in yeah. rope form. This theater had pretzel bites, and they had all these different uh, flavor pretzel yeah. bites. And I'd even read on Yelp, because it was in Covina, 
so I had to look up the theater on Yelp first, and I read that like their pretzel bites are good, but they this theater had all the calories of everything, oh, which I appreciate, but also move. don't appreciate. You yeah, and it's like that. I can't drop six hundred and forty to nine hundred and eighty calories <laughs> on some <laughs> sweet pretzel bites or savory pretzel bites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of a bummer. So I ended up not getting anything. Yeah, it was a really long story, and I, I, but it paid off. <laughs> all right. Dave Cross says, if I run into an annoyingly loud person in public, I mute the headphones for a minute to see just how much to despise them based on what they're saying, then unmute once I'm satisfied at my hate level. See, Daniel? I don't, I don't know if I'll do it for hate reasons, but I'll certainly do it for eavesdrop reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll be morbidly curious. Yeah. I want to know. I'm the worst about that in a coffee shop. I'll keep the headphones in. There's nothing to lay. Do you bop yeah. your head yeah. to pretend yeah, like you're yeah. still listening? Yeah. Do you guys have the uncorded headphones, the earbuds that are just do. little? Do you yeah. like them? Yeah, they're great. I was reading something that's like, was that on the wire cutter? It might have been like five items you need for. I actually don't know what it was. This is a great story, like the other ones. Oh, I but just anyway, saw this story. Was it on the wire? Yeah, it was, was it on, on wire, wire cutter. cutter like recently. five items you that'll make your life easier. Yeah. And they met, they had the picture of the new. I I was thinking earbuds today that I want to get those because I had my headphones in and you're sitting in the car and then you get up and it rips yeah, it out yeah. because it tangles uh, around. Yeah. It's like this sucks. Somehow I've been seeing them for however long they've been around and it never occurred to me that the benefit is that they don't have a cord. The, like I was just the always, one thing that makes them different. Yes, I, for some reason that aspect never occurred to me. What occurred to me is like, oh, those look silly, and oh, it would be so easy to lose them. Yeah. But it would be very nice to not have that, to not be tethered in that way. Like, I love that. Amazingly, I, I love that nice. a site called the Wire Cutter is advocating for it. It's very <laughs> non-biased. Fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they're they're really good. How do you keep them in when you're working out? Uh, well, the, there's a little clip um, that you can it, like the ones I have. Their bows are like a like a sound um, uh, thing, so they they're like a sport one. So you put them in your ears, and they'll they'll stick in. They'll like fit to your ears, right. and then there's a little chain that connects them, and you just clip them on. So occasionally oh. they might fall out, but they'll just dangle. And, and they're Bluetooth. Back in. That's okay. how they connect. Yeah, I gotta get me. We gotta get these. We gotta I step can. into the future. I know. I'm I'm up for it. <laughs> I I've, I've hurt myself because it'll yeah, it'll yeah. pull your yep. ear and I'm like ah am I bleeding like that's how hard it'll <laughs> yeah. I'm, it sucks. Well, you know what? Try it out. I think you like it. <laughs> this has been a delightful show. I'm glad David was unavailable because it yeah. worked out really well. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um. Jeff, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Oh my god, that was god. a giggle that was in my really voice. Really good. Does that sound yeah. personal? Like oh, we yeah. know each other? I feel like someone's <laughs> hugging me. I would go to your site. I would. <laughs> Thank now, you. so relatable. I'm a, I'm a social media influencer. <laughs> Daniel, you can find me at Daniel Quants on Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the Snappy. You rock. <laughs> oh yeah, check out the garage. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a big get the, get out of here, you motherfucker. You can assume that it's been up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Uh and um I you can check out parts one and two and three on Patreon of my inter- the interview that I did on David's the blah 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 speak not coming to me. Space uh, Cave. David Hunt's David Hunt's Space, Space Cave, Cave podcast. podcast. Thank you.
And good night. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Martin, yes. plug your things. Uh, I, I'm Eric One Martin on the Twitters, and um, audible.com slash bad reception is now available. So we just had a, a nice review in uh, the AV Club today. 40 amazing improvisers, right. 40 plus, and we did an all improvised series that you can listen and to. And everyone is doing it all at once. That's great. Yeah, there was the one, thing, but it was a bold choice and we made it. But it works. It works. Check it out. <laughs> Renee? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Renee S. Colvert, and I have a podcast called Can It Pet Your Dog? And uh, I have a book out, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me. You can get that. Go to my website, AllisonRosen.com. There's many places to click. It'll take you right there uh, where you can get it on Amazon, available in all formats, and Patreon.com slash AllisonRosen. Follow me on Twitter at AllisonRosen, and we have t-shirts and ringtones and pins and et cetera. All of that is on the website, AllisonRosen, and Instagram, AllisonRosen. That's the opposite of a chuckle in your voice. <laughs> that's like that's like a suicide in your voice. It's like a punch in, in your <laughs> face in your voice. And you can check it out on Patreon. I dare you. You guys. Uh, <laughs> there we are. There you guys, go. I'm on uh, AllisonRosen.com. <laughs> Twitter, AllisonRosen. <laughs> oh, the show's Twitter feed. <laughs> the show's Twitter feed is A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. <laughs> that's that new hip voice. Oh, I like it. Kids are using. <laughs> Thanks, you guys, for being on the show. Listeners, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Allison Rosen.